You're listening to Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. I love Psalm 137, and it's not often read, um, but it says, By the rivers of Babylon we sat and we wept. Mm. When we remembered Zion, uh, there on the poplars we hung up our harps, for our captors asked for us to sing songs, and our tormentors demanded songs of joy. They said, Sing us those songs of Zion again, won't you? But how can we sing praise to the Lord while in a foreign land? Mm -hmm. Um, I think about this all the time, about what exile meant to the Israelites, to the Jews, um, that they lost everything, that even their temple, the, the place where God dwelt, was destroyed. And I can imagine the depression mm. that probably felt like it was overwhelming them. Yeah, um, I can't imagine losing everything. Uh, I don't know that I've... Well, yeah, I I have lost something very dear to me when my daddy died. Um, that was huge. That was a huge loss for me because along with you, daddy was uh, represented a pillar of strength for me in my life. He was my go-to and he himself uh, dealt with mental illness. Um, daddy was a World War II vet and four years after he uh, came home from the war, um, he he married within that four years, had two daughters, uh, 24 months apart, and his wife was tragically burned to death. Mm. So, yeah, that I lost I lost a deep sense when he died. And it's interesting because our parents' generation mental health was not talked about. We don't think that mental health is talked about now, mm -hmm. but when it was them. And some of us don't even understand the genetic disposition towards right. um, depression and bipolar and even mm -hmm. schizophrenia and all those types of things mm -hmm. um, because it was hidden from us, those secrets yeah. um, uh, of our family that we didn't know about. Um, I, I often, you know, think about how eventually, you know, um, the Jews will return to Jerusalem and there's the story of Job and where everything is taken away from Job. Like I can't imagine not mm. only losing like your father, but losing your kids oh. and your wife, like uh, that, that's gotta be very visceral. Um, and how over the course of 40 chapters, he has these guys who come by him and basically say, you must have done something wrong or yeah, you don't or have enough faith. faith. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ag agreed. Um, and and I almost wish that Job didn't end the way it did. Mm. Now, we know the last chapter he's restored like double fold of everything. Um, but I often think of about Habakkuk, the prophet, mm. and in chapter three, the last chapter of that book, uh, and he sees the coming destruction of Jerusalem. And in that final chapter, he, you know, he, after crying out to God, where are you? What are you going to do about this? He realizes that this is coming and nothing's going to stop it. And God is not going to intervene. And those final words of saying, if the if the vineyards are empty, mm. if there's no sheep in the pen, if 
everything goes against me, yet I will serve you, Lord. He still took his eyes and looked up to the Lord and said, I will receive my strength from you. Because there was nothing left for strength for him in the world, on the earth. Yes, circumstances cannot dictate our decisions, Mm, can they? No. And you and I always have this funny saying, right? Yes, and the months of January through March, we do not make any life-changing decisions. Uh, One, because of seasonal affect disorder plays into it. And then also, uh, we've just come off of a a very busy time in our professional ministry and of Christmas. And so we are dog-tired, if I can say that. Uh, So our minds aren't as keen as they should be because of the physical tiredness. So yeah, we don't make any life decisions. And I think you'll never make um, life decisions when you're in a valley Mm -hmm. um, because the grass does look greener at that time. um, And you're thinking that everything's going to be better. In fact, Um, While the people are in exile in Babylon, there's a prophet called Hananiah who tells all the people, hey, we need to rise up. We need to release the chains of bondage. We need to be free. We need to rewrite this justice Mm. and go back to Jerusalem and rebuild. And the prophet Jeremiah says, no, no. In fact, God wants you to settle here amidst these foreigners build houses, build vineyards, marry, pray actually for peace in this city that Mm -hmm. is your enemy, um, and do well here because the way you live your life in the valley Mm. is going to be seen in front of your captors. That whole verse that we always cling to of Jeremiah 29, 11 is after Jeremiah has said, stay put, for I know the plans I have for you not to destroy you, but to give you a future of hope. That future of hope is not today and it's not tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It might not be next year. It might not even be five years from now. In fact, for the Israelites, it's a course of 40 years. If somebody else can see Jesus in the midst of trial and Mm -hmm. temptation, Mm -hmm. that's what Paul was all about. So, And how we respond and react, uh, though our circumstance doesn't change, it's about our response and our reaction. That's what the world sees um, in, when we are in that valley. So next week um, is actually Palm Sunday, oh. and it's always like a celebrate, celebratory thing, right? And you may know that the first thing that he Jesus does um, after coming into... Um, Jerusalem on a donkey is he goes to the temple and drives the money changers Mm. out. (laughs) Jesus was angry. (laughs) So this idea, yeah, we celebrate Palm Sunday, but um, as we come into this holy week, we realize that that Jesus himself is filled with a lot of emotions Mm -hmm. that we can really resonate with. Our Savior actually went through this difficulty, and we're going to talk about that next week. Thanks for listening. To hear this week's full episode of Wonderful Words of Life, subscribe to the show on iTunes or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.